Good evening. And if you're just tuning in, you are listening live to UFO Paranormal Radio Network, otherwise known as United Public Radio Network, or just UPRN on 105.3 and 107.7 out of the beautiful city of New Orleans, Louisiana. And this is the Angel Rock. I'm your host, Laura Lee Potvin. Hi, Michelle in Australia. And I see Kelly Durant was waiting patiently. Um, my wonderful guests are just going to hang in there for a sec while I do all the housekeeping. They're well aware of this though <laughs> because they were part of UPRN before but we're going to talk about that like I said my name is Laura Lee Potvin I'm the host here of the Angel Rock but I'm also a co-host on Thursday nights of the thing at the foot of the bed it's 7 p.m eastern standard time with David Hansel my good friend who is an angel channel and very gifted psychic medium I am a Canadian spiritual medium crystal reiki energy healer akashic records practitioner spiritual teacher and mentor, registered nurse, budding animal communicator, well-versed in the paranormal, not by choice, never went looking for it, it found me, and very uh, well-versed with near-death experiences, having had one myself as a toddler and studied them professionally, um, personally, for over 40 years. Now, if you like what you see, please like, share, and subscribe. There's something for everybody here. This network's been around for over 25 years, and we stream multiple shows daily, seven days a week. And when we're not streaming, the archive server randomly picks shows over the last 25 years and plays them. We also have a ton of new hosts on the network. And like I said, there really is something for everybody here. Now we have our own TV channel for the network too. It's on Roku. The Angel Rock will be streaming there till the end of the month. And I do stream the thing at the foot of the bed on our channel. If you want to find it and watch it on your TV through Roku, you go to the channel store and you're going to look for UFO space P is in paranormal. There's a drop down list and we're about the third or fourth one down and you're looking for UFO, Space, Paranormal, and United Public Radio. Lastly, you're seeing me say hi to a bunch of people that just popped in. We got Polly, we got Kevin or Z Sun Dragon, a friend of both of my guests and myself, Jonathan Keyworth of JK47 Paranormals here. Um, so, and as you know, if you've been here before, I both of my shows, I make very audience participative because I always say if I didn't have all you beautiful people here, I'd just be talking to myself with my wonderful guests, which is always fun too, but we love to share the conversation. So if you'd like to join in, there's a multitude of ways you can do that. You can go over to UFO, Paranormal Radio and United Public, I think it's Radio Network on YouTube and Facebook. I'm streaming to the Angel Rock with Laura Lee Potvin on my YouTube channel. We're on Canada's most haunted and there's a few other places that oh i'm streaming to my instagram as well i gotta remember to always check the comments over there they don't show up here so if you're on instagram i will try and remember to pop in there and say hi so thank you all for joining us now my very patient guests here they did have their two shows here on our network but they've gone back to facebook and youtube and they are still great friends of the network and really good friends of mine as well i love them dearly we have roger garza senior He's had near-death experiences before. He's a very gifted psychic medium. And his beautiful wife, Faye Garza, and she has her own show. Uh, she also is working on her own spiritual gifts. And in her previous muggle job, I know she was working in the paralegal field. Now, they have 
um, Latino Psychic Visions on Wednesday evenings here on Facebook and YouTube. They also have uh, this Mugs for You on Saturday mornings. And I am so proud of Faye because she started in November her own show on Tuesday evenings called Faye's Angel. So welcome, you two. So glad to have you here. Well, thank you. Thank you for that beautiful introduction. It was and. Uh, you know what's so hard about it? Because when you're hearing spirit talking to you, and I don't have a script, so I'm just like going memorizing it. So <laughs> I've been doing it for so long. I want to also say hi. I'm going to go up to the top because, you know, we like to say hi to everybody. I know you all do, too, on your show because I've been on your shows before, which I love doing. So I said hi to Kelly. Michelle's over there. I don't know if she's going heading to work. She's in Australia. So sometimes she's getting ready for work. Sometimes she has a day off. So we're glad you can join us. And like I said, Z Sun Dragon or uh, Kevin, as we call him, that's his name, his, his muggle name, we'll call it. <laughs> so okay. Jonathan, we got Polly Miller, Julie Evans, Nicole Ryan is here. Welcome. Uh, Kelly Durant. I think I said hi to her at the beginning, but, and then Michelle, oh my gosh, look at this, you know, she gave us Fahrenheit over in Australia right now. It's going to be 41 degrees Celsius or 105 today. I don't know how you do it. I don't know how they, I don't know how they do. I mean, that's I just. Take that anymore. Yeah, but don't you got, don't you to get that where you, you're not that far away from me here in Canada. I'm yes. smack, like we go anywhere and it's been so beautiful here this winter. Like mm -hmm. we had some snow finally last night and it's going to keep falling. But we go anywhere sometimes to minus 50 or 55. There's no difference. Oh, yes. Easy. In yeah, in Celsius. And then in the uh, summertime, we can go up to 105, 110 with the Humidex, right? Well, uh, not 110. I don't think up in uh, here. How up here that hot? Wow, yeah. that's crazy. Not in Texas, yeah. It's yeah. not the norm, but we yeah. have had it. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. You well, can I have guess it. we have but anyway, yes, I know what the, the extreme temperatures are. It's 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 kind of strange how it can be so cold and then so hot and humid. I, I still have my script. <laughs> did you have a script when you were on when you were on yeah. it? Did you? Yeah, yeah. Uh, we are broadcasting live from the United Public Radio Network and the UFO <laughs> Network. We still have it. <laughs> So do you guys, what, what do you want to talk? I didn't even ask you. I was telling them. I'm gonna oh, I got to go right now. You're going to go? I'm going to update them probably more on Thursday night, but I was updating them on the paranormal scenario that was going on here after Thursday's night, Thursday night show after the thing at the foot of the bed. And let me tell you all, it got crazy. Well, <laughs> and I was watching you talk about a little bit. Wasn't it Thursday night you guys were talking yeah, about we were the talking camera? About and mm -hmm. then and then you said more things happened is that right After yeah that? so for people that hadn't been here no. uh, i said i'm well versed in the paranormal because uh my previous home we lived through absolute if i hadn't been there i wouldn't have believed it myself and we've also shared our story on the travel channels paranormal survivor michelle de roche our station manager and she co-hosts the outer realm on wednesdays and thursday nights here actually commented on our episode i did not know her she did not know us because you don't get to meet anybody in the show except the crew that comes to film and uh small world that we now know each other yeah. anyways this home we've had little things but not big things 
But what I, and on Thursday, yes, we were talking about, and thank you for being there and everybody that pops in on Thursdays. Hi, Julie Jean Bassett. She says, hi, Laura Lee and Faye and Rod, well, I'll say and Roger, because she said and everyone. Thanks. Do I, do, do, do you want me to do reads on this show or what do I do? You, you just sit there and be pretty. You can do reading. Whatever. We're talking about the, the thing that's, and apparently, y'all, somebody sent this to us. I mm -hmm. had three or four independent opinions with this. So yes, you can send things. When everything is energy, believe it or not, you can send it consciously and you can send it subconsciously. That's why I always say how powerful your thoughts are. Long story <laughs> short, uh, Thursday night after the show, my partner Adele and I went outside. It was almost 20 below and we were out for a fresh air break. We'll call it that. And um, we tried to get back in the door. We couldn't get in the door. And my youngest son was upstairs with his headphones on playing video games. So he couldn't hear us. And uh, there's an upstairs. It's like a house here, the townhouse we're in. And there was a picture that hung right by the door at the bottom of the upstairs going down. And there's a railing there. And then you have the front door. And while we were outside, somehow that picture fell off the wall and wedged itself perfectly between the safety railing going down to the bottom of the stairs and blocking the front door and we couldn't get in That's we had cool. yeah we had Dell had to like I'm not I was just saying to Roger and Faye I don't I don't know if I could have done that by myself to break the we had to break the picture to get in and then I knew it was so, it was cold and did you have to break the door no uh oh, it was the picture that was blocking the door so you had to be able to ram the door hard enough to be able to break the wood frame of the picture to get it mm -hmm. Yes. So we cleaned the house. Let's put it that way. I cleaned the heck out of this house with Palo Santo and prayer and the things that I do to do a house cleansing. So I did it. So Michelle says, so it was spooky nonetheless. So Michelle says, yeah. can someone send energy to heal my crook neck? So mine too. Yours too. So everybody that's got a pain in the neck, <laughs> literally, I do. <laughs> Thank you. That's why I said literally and figuratively. No, but mine, I fell off the stage, so that's why. Oh, He's your dead. neck still bugging you from that, Roger? Yeah. yeah. I forgot to add, yes, Roger is a musician, too. Roger Rabbit, right? Yeah. And yep. played with some pretty famous people he has and still does, and he had fallen off the off the stairs. So, no, or off the stage. Stairs. Stage. 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 I got stairs in the brain. Stage. Sorry. Yeah, stage. it was the stage. With the it other was... guitar player on top of me. <laughs> I mean, it's, it could be a funny story if it wasn't no, so painful, it's, it's but it's not, not funny. Fun. But I mean, uh, yeah, it was. And I didn't. And the, th the sad thing is I'm at all his gigs, but I didn't see it because there's this big speaker in the oh, way okay. of the whole thing. And so somebody had to run to me saying that this happened. But yeah, it was last September and uh, we're trying to get, get better ever since. So Aww. there well, he I'll goes. I'll send you some healing after. Oh, I, you know the other thing I forgot to add Thursday night too? We had an EVP and I want to give a shout out to Nicole Thomas Ryan. She was the one that heard it and she clipped it from the show Thursday night and sent it to me. We indeed did. For those that don't know what an EVP is listening, that's electronic voice phenomena recording can pick up. What are we going to say, Roger? I can see you. That's who I want to go to, Nicole. Oh. You want to go to Nicole Thomas? Yes. I guess Roger's doing readings, readings tonight. We didn't, I, I never worry about talking to you guys because we always have lots to talk about. But I just pick it up like that. 
Nicole, I don't know if you're intuitive, intuitive or not, but she there's is. like a whirlwind going around you like this. Like it's all energy. Any, I mean, it's just constantly going. And I'm getting it by your right heel of your foot, the right heel. And that's where it starts. And then it just goes like a tornado around her. And it's got her in it. And it's going. Okay, so now that you're telling her it's a tornado, though, are you feeling that it's something that needs attention? Or is it just to notice? Or what what do you what do you feel? What do you hear? It's it's almost like, like I said, I don't know what she does. But it's almost like if she had power and touched something, it would, like a light bulb, per se, it would. You know what I hear for her when you say that, that she's powerful. She's powerful and... And um, what I hear from spirit is she doesn't, and I hope this is okay, Nicole, to say this, but you don't even realize how powerful you are in a good way. And, and we all have these gifts, right? So, you know, keep doing what you're doing to be accessing them and working with them and doing what you're doing. Unless you want to throw something else in, Roger. Well, like Michelle says, uh, that is Michelle, right? Yeah, the Tasmanian devil, it's like that. It's a whirlwind that's constantly around her. So when she walks, it goes with her. What she touches has a super energy, you know? She could heal like crazy. I've that's never what, said what Spirit said. Yes, yes, definitely. Definitely, definitely. That's quite a visual. Mm hmm. Uh, well, Nicole says, my left Achilles is injured. I am an empath and I can affect people. That's weird, but I picked it up. Maybe it's because we're backwards or something because of the screen or something. But it I... looks like the right ankle to me. And she says oh. it's the left one. So I don't know. She, she can affect le electronics. Yeah, exactly. Oh, like, wow. Like overpowering it. And they just. Wow. Well, I'm hearing that if you're finding it's a problem, that it might be uh, beneficial to practice grounding. I was um, just going to grounding. Were you? Yeah, in the morning and at night. And then if you're finding that electronics are getting really wonky to maybe pop pop out for a second. Uh, she, she works with little children. So if you can, on a coffee break or something, and do a quick grounding. She said, I needed that. She said, I doubt myself. Don't Thank ever you. doubt yourself, dear. No, 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 no. You have the power to heal. Heal people. Oh, listen to this. I'm glad for the feedback. Michelle just said, not sure if someone has done something, but my neck has lessened in, in hurting, I think is what she meant to type. So, well, that's good to hear. Yeah. We're going to have a lot of energy tonight. So, you yeah, guys, right? as you said, Roger is a medium. I'm a medium, and we're both psychics. And Faye's working on her gifts. We all have these gifts, you guys. We all do. So, you But I'm guys. double X. What's that? <laughs> I'm double X. I'm not <laughs> medium. You're you're two X. Yeah, I said double X. Oh, oh. oh. <laughs> okay. I got, I got bigger boys at my house too, so I understand that. Yeah. So Nicole teaches pre-K. What do I love kids that age? I love them. I really, really do. And it's almost like if she touches a kid and also you know you get that <laughs> She's got a, man, it's overwhelming. 
well, she said, thank you. She needs that. You know what? It's the, it's the weirdest thing. And I've never forgotten this. I, when I was in university for nursing, I was in third year and I was late and I was annoyed at something, but I didn't come in. I wasn't angry. I wasn't slamming my books or anything. And I remember my, my prof saying, or professor saying to me, she stopped the whole class. And she says, Lorley, do you realize that when you're in a bad mood, it affects the whole class and vice versa. When you are happy, the same thing happens. She said something to the effect. So be careful about what kind of mood you enter my classroom or something. And I mean, she had no right to say that, but she did. And it's always sat with me. And it's weird because you do have to be mindful of your energy when, when you know it can affect other people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you don't even know, sometimes you don't even know you're doing it. You might just, you might be having a difficulty and I think I'm pretty readable. So my kids will always say, what's, what's the matter? Or Roger will say, okay, what's going on? I mean, you can, uh, you can, you can emit a lot. You, you can change the mood of the room by just a, just a look, I suppose, you know, it doesn't have to be slamming the books. Can again. I mention something else too? To another person you have, our dear friend on here, Julie Evans. You say whatever you want. Well, first, do you mind if I read this feedback from Michelle? Because it's yes, about Roger. So Michelle said, Roger read me another time about my family and lies. It was very helpful. So thank you, Roger. No. That's why I wanted to read it. Oh, wow. Okay, so Julie Evans, I'm going up, Roger. Is that yeah. where I'm going? Here? And I don't need to pick on you, dear. You know that. Is that where? Or yeah, um, Julie, I, I don't need to put you on the spot or anything like that, but I need you to see if you could schedule a mammogram. Okay. Okay. Just I, don't mean, I don't mean to be rude or nothing like that or forward, but please, I just pick it up. Okay. okay. I'm just going to say hi on Instagram here. We've got Harry's World South Street that joined because they don't show us the comments on Instagram for some reason. So I just popped over there. So um, always good to know. Always good to hear. She said I'm due again soon anyways. So mm -hmm. good to always see you. Good. Hello. Always now, good to so stay up on I'm that. I'm going to make it clear just because we go out all over the world and everything else. We Even though I'm a nurse and with what Roger's doing, this is energetically what we pick up. So we're not diagnosing anything. Oh, no. Or not a we just share with what spirit gives us or what yep. we feel or energy wise. See, so if somebody else has a question or you, you, um, you know, feel free to type it in the chat. You're more than welcome to, and, uh, let Roger do it. And, or you want us both to hop in Roger and I were, we're tag teaming readings there that Saturday. You're taking your, it was this mugs for you and Faye, you taking your little grandson to see the dinosaur exhibit. Roger and I, how long did we go, Roger? Like three hours. Two hours, two and a half, no, two hours and 15 minutes. Yeah. yeah we yeah. had a ball though. God, it was fun. Mm -hmm. uh, so Julie said, I've already had breast cancer and one mastectomy. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry. And I don't mean to, like I said, to put you on the spot or nothing, but I go to the left one. I don't mm -hmm. know why, but that's where they take me. Yeah. The one that's closest to the heart. Mm -hmm. And it's always good to, well, she probably, like she said, you would she definitely. probably already knows that. Yeah. That's important. important. Yeah, I think that's why she said I'm due again soon. Mm -hmm. So let's, um, Michelle says, 
can I ask, should we sell our home? Home. Sorry, curious. You don't have to be sorry, Michelle. You can, like I said, I said, go ahead and type in questions if you'd like to ask. You want it or you want me to? You go ahead. Who's a goat head? <laughs> you're, the good, you're the goat head. Mm -hmm. Let me just answer that. <laughs> to me, they tell me no, wait till after the summer. And she put XX. Okay. Because I was, so after the summer, now you got to remember. They're July, in August, okay. September, in that area, going into the fall. Julie Jean Bassett, you definitely should. She says, I love doing readings and haven't in a while. Spirit is nudging me. For those of you that don't know Julie Jean Bassett, I have to give her a shout out. She is an incredible yes. animal communicator. She helped me with my own cat that was peeing on my son's bed intermittently and not a health issue. Um, she gave her a lot of healing and just she would never push it on an animal. My, my cat had had agreed and asked for it. Um, I took her animal communication course and also she's an incredibly powerful shamanic practitioner. She had made such a profound change already in one session I've had with her and I will be having more in the near future. So you guys check her out. She's incredible. Faith, throw in what you wanted to say. I can Yeah, you can tell that I can't wait to say that Julie was on my show too uh, on Faze Angels and uh, we learned some, I was, it was, I was, uh, just so happy that, uh, didn't, we didn't expect it. Uh, some of the people were having questions about their cat or their dog or whatever. And she not only was able to answer a question of one of our, our, our viewers who comes to our shows a lot, uh, about the cat, why the, the cat was meowing because a spirit was visiting her all of a sudden the cat was meowing a lot and julie saw that it was a a, a spirit a grandfather spirit uh mm -hmm. and then julie went to talk to the 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 great grandfather i mean it was not only into the cat but it was into the great grandfather and lisa was just was just well not overwhelmed but she was very grateful and she, Julie helped me with my own cat as well. And uh, I mean, in one episode of my uh, phase angels, I, I was able to um, be surprised again. Remember how I said I'm constantly surprised by the people who are on my show, but mm -hmm. I shouldn't be, but I am mm -hmm. because, you know, it's just all just kind of new to me in a way. I don't know why. It's just because we've never been exposed to this, right? And then all of a sudden you realize there's a whole, I always say it's almost like opening Pandora's box, but not in a negative way, but you can't oh. put the lid back on, right? Right. I mean, it, it's, uh, it's, it's kind of, I mean, although Roger does this, we, I have been helping him on producer shows for six years. It's really wonderful to see this sameness in other mediums. This it's there. We're all, you're all different, mm -hmm. but you're all a lot alike, you know, wonderful people, mm -hmm. generous people. And also just the way you guys go into, and even the looks you have when you're going in there, it's mm -hmm. the expressions you have. I can, I can tell. It's just amazing to me. Anyway, I just had to say that little thing. Sorry. That's sorry. so, that's okay. You're here to talk. Both of you tonight. Not me. So Julie had some feedback for you, Roger. She says, gosh, 
was uh, on the right where she had the mastectomy. So we'll go for the mastectomy, uh, not mastectomy, please forgive me, the mammogram uh, on the left side. And she said, thank you. And then so Julie welcome, has a question. She said, if drawn to answer, I would love to know if my finances will get better soon. You know what I got? You know, in the cartoons, when they show somebody step on a rake and the rake hits you in the face, that's mm -hmm. what I got. It's her that's stopping her finances. You and I are right on the same page. <laughs> no, I'm laughing because go ahead. You finish what you were going to say and I'm going to No, no I, that, that was it from what I saw. It's just like, boom, she stops right there and then the finances stop. So what I was hearing and feeling is, Julie, it's almost like a dam in front of the water. Uh, like you've got a whole stream behind you that's building up into this torrent. And it's almost like it's a vicious circle. The more hard, it seems the harder you try, the more the dam seems to build up and the pressure builds. And what spirit showing me, and I don't know, just a suggestion, but if you have maybe a fellow classmate mate or practitioner does what you do, because I always say it's always, I find it the hardest that to do the healing on ourselves, obviously. But if they, there's something you could clear with that belief system, and it's not that you don't believe it, but, and again, I'm, I'm trying not to get too personal here, but about self-worth and deservingness, as well as showing the universe, because you're so giving and such a beautiful soul, but showing the universe that you are so open to receiving too, right? We've got that duality here. Did you see what she put? I did. She said, I'm holding myself back and being my own obstacle. Uh, well, part of it is to add is it right. And you know this too, we all do, but what, the harder we seem to try when it comes to things like this with energy, the more it seems to get blocked up. It's always meant just, just to flow. Right. And, and it's a hard thing when you're dealing with money and you've got bills yeah. to pay. Right. Right. So it's hard to get in an easy space to allow that to flow. The one thing that I had on my door when I lived in Texas, Faye will tell you this too. It said, "All oh, it says always and forever, God's will, God's time." Mm -hmm. I so, put that my door. Were you going to say something, Faye? Well, I was going to say that, you know, there's always a, a practical, I'm always a practical person when it comes to finances. I'm sort of the one who, I mean, I've always been that way. And I just, I, I no longer worry. But one thing I do is I just don't, I no longer worry about finances. I know that everything's going to be okay. I, don't I would know. tell her, leave it to God. I, well, yes, I leave it to uh the universe i leave it to my source i i just cannot worry about it anymore and everything seems to be okay well that's okay so julie said yes and hard not to worry about being able to pay bills i get that mm -hmm. i really really do and that's one of those things that we need money as an energy source to live on this planet so somebody something somebody told me years ago i, I used to get a lot of natural healing things done before i was in this field working actively like I am now. And I was worried about money. I mean, I always say, if anybody thinks I'm off having a good time, right? Just jokingly now, but as a nurse, I would be making a heck of a lot more money. But my point is, 
she said to me at that time, and this was years ago, and she said, do you have everything you need right now? And I said, yes. What do you mean? No, I said, what do you mean by that? <laughs> My kids were really little then. And she said, do you have a roof over your head? And I said, yes. And she said, do you have a bed to sleep in? And they said, yes. And she said, you're going to be able to eat today, right? And I said, yes. And she said, your children are healthy right now. And pretty well, you, you have everything you need, wouldn't you say? And I said, yes. And she said, then that's where you have to try and focus is where I am now. And the thing is, is that with money, it's a hard thing. And especially, I think a lot of us with money, you know, worrying about it, we, I think we really absorb a lot of belief systems as small children that we don't realize that we do, especially say we came from a family and I'm not saying Julie did this is just in general, where you hear things like money doesn't grow on trees or, you know, things like that, that we absorb because I keep feeling like this is sort of deep-seated belief systems, Julie. And on top of that, we have that fear and that worry. So we worry. And when we worry, right, like attracts like energy. But right. it's not easy to say, don't worry about it. Because we do have to worry about it because you've got to pay your bills and everything. So my advice would be, if you can, to maybe work with, I'm, I'm really hearing a shamanic practitioner an um, independent one from yourself, but to go in there and help you unravel some of these blockages and belief systems, if that might help to allow that dam to open up, if you will, for that, that to open up for you, if you will. And she said, oh, yes, heard those all the time. So what I'm going to say to you, you asked, will my finances improve basically pretty soon or will they? They will improve. And even if you don't believe it, I tell people this all the time, and I always say I walk the walk of the talk of the talk that I do, is to tell yourself my finances are great. My money is just an energy source. I love money. Money loves me. I even have a song in my music list. I kid you not. It is woman singing a song about I love money and money loves me. To listen to it. Write it up all over the place. Mm-hmm. I draw money like a magnet to me. Money comes to me easily, right? All of yeah. these things, even if you don't believe it, our little computer that, that, yeah, that we think runs the show, it doesn't. And it will program itself and change your belief system. Write it on your mirror. Write it everywhere. As soon as you start to worry about money, I have everything I need right now. And just keep telling yourself. I know it sounds lame, but it's not. It really does work. And when you look back on it, anybody out here listening that's struggling, and I'm not making tons of money, but you know what? I have everything I need. And the thing is, when you look at that, right? And haven't you two even found this yourself that, you know, maybe you're struggling and you're worrying about money one time in your life. And then when you look back on it, it seems to work out every month at the end of the month in strangest of little ways to make it. Wouldn't you agree? Mm-hmm. So everything's the everything. Totally agree. Totally agree. I had a, I was, I was so scared to retire. I thought I was going to not be able to retire. I thought I was going to have to work until I was 93, but guess what? You know, I mean, I kind of joking there, but um, all I had to do was just say, well, you know, Mm -hmm. I can't work until I'm 93. I have to stop pretty soon. And so I just stopped worrying. I stopped worrying. I worked on getting those bills paid. And then I said, okay, just can't do it anymore. You know, I just can't. 
And being abundant right. doesn't mean you have to s spend a lot of money. It just means yeah, put that find the right. best deal. Save money. Get you and Frankie, I got to go lock the door. Okay. You got to lock the door? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do want to add this to Julie. I'm going to read Kelly's message and then I want to add something to Julie here. Mm -hmm. um, she said, uh, Kelly says, I just want to give a shout out to Jonathan. Okay. And you can certainly message him quietly and let him, or quietly. I don't mean that. I mean, you can certainly message him. I, my, thank you. My brain is going all, I'm hearing the snowblower. I'm hearing spirit. <laughs> Oh, was that the noise I was oh, hearing? God. I was hearing a. I was hearing a. Uh, yeah, it's a snowblower. Oh, it's okay. Dell's outside uh, blowing the snow because we got quite a bit. Oh, so you did. Wanted to shout out Jonathan. Yes, Jonathan is a friend of mine, and he's friends with Roger and Faye. He's been on their shows, and um, Julie says I do have everything I need at the moment. But that's a thing, right? And. The other thing I found too, because I've struggled with it myself, and I'm going to share this. I've looked at four of the biggest fears in the world, apparently, and this one just stunned me. I think it's number four on the list is the fear of success, right? Yeah. And we talk ourselves out of it. So, you know, I've had many people say to me, oh, I can see you on a stage and doing all this stuff, right? And you start to picture it, and then you hear the what ifs, like, oh, well, how would I leave my son? Oh, how would I do this? How Trying to it's figure it all out. Yeah, it's all the how. Stop, and, stop the how. It's not. It's not really. It isn't even applicable. It, mm -hmm. I mean, things will happen as long as you just stop doing the how. Stop yeah. asking that question. It is. It, it is. I. I really do get it though, because money is a big thing for a lot of people, and a lot of people struggle with it. And you've even heard the saying, "Money is the root of all evil." No, it isn't. But we've heard that these are the type of belief systems I'm saying that we've heard or we've absorbed that people don't realize we're hanging on to these things. And again, fear of success is another big one. Sometimes we block ourselves from it. We don't even realize that we're standing in our own way because fear, it's important. It's an emotion that we're here to experience. But when we're in a place of fear and worry or anxiety, that's our lower energy, right? And then right. we attract more of what we want. So the universe doesn't hear not or no or whatever. So when we're, I'm not going to have enough money, not, you know, and, and they're like, oh, you don't want, you don't want money. Okay, fine. Here, you know, we'll give you more of that. And that happens, right? So, Oh, I still have the pin comment be right with you. I guess I should unpin that, right? <laughs> so Polly says, um, I'm fine with finances. It's everything else. Animals are my focus. You'll have to share more, Polly, or do you know more about Polly at all? Is that one of your people that follow you, Faye? Are you saying to me? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Polly's uh, with us a lot. And uh, I mean, uh, I don't know much about uh, Polly's uh, animals yet oh, so she'll have oh. to tell us more then yeah, yeah. She, i i think she's just started viewing us a little bit and so i'm so happy that you've come over and, and are watching the show here with with laura lee you're mm -hmm. gonna love you're gonna love laura lee too oh yeah I'm glad. and on thursday night as well with david mm -hmm. so. yeah yeah thursday night's different yeah with the thing it is but it's fun it is fun. Yeah, it's lots of Very fun. fun. So she, Julie says, uh, yes, money is not the root of all evil. Greed is. Well, then, you know what? Oh, did we lose Faye? 
I think we lost Faye. I don't know. Faye, are you coming back, Faye? Where'd you go, honey? I know you can hear her. Oh, wait, wait. I see another add to the stage, and then I'll unadd her. There. Oh. I don't oh. know what happened there. I got, um, when when Roger shut the door, I got booted out. I don't, Weird. I don't know. I don't want to ban you. I think I kick you from the studio. <laughs> Isn't that awful? <laughs> I have to kick you. I know. It's awful. Such terrible language. Okay, so Kathy Hanley Little says, the want of money... The want of money is the root of all evil. I don't know. I don't think I agree with that. I I, I think I would because it comes in the form of the of the greed. Well, well I don't you, know. but look at the word of greed. Greed is taking it all for yourself without a thought for anybody else, and and stepping on people to get it and doing really. Well, that was a good that extreme. But no, yeah. but that's, oh, yeah, that the, that's a belief system with money. That if you believe, which I do, and I'm not saying you have to believe what I believe, but there's enough to go around of everything. There's mm -hmm. more than enough. There is nothing wrong with saying I love money or I want money or that's what I'm talking about. These belief systems, we've all been led to believe this, right? Like right. that it's, and again, I, I don't know all the answers, but if we truly believe that in, the work of abundance that there is more than enough to go around for everyone is the world set up that way no because everybody should be able to have a, a share of what they need but i can't i don't know i don't think the want of money is evil i i i mean i love money money loves me if we look at money as an energy source and that's all it is right yeah, but do you take in the money and keep it for yourself, or you do you share it? I think that that's the journey you're on. How you spend your money is your business. Well, yeah, I know that. But what I'm saying, though, like me, I told Faye, if I was a multimillionaire, I think I'd be broke right away. Because <laughs> I would be giving. Well, don't get me wrong. If I was, if I was a multimillionaire, would it, for myself, would I keep it all for myself? No, I would make sure my children were looked after. And David and I have often talked about this long before we started our show. We always said, both of us, if we ever won a big lottery prize, we would love to open an animal rescue to all animals. But we can't judge other people. True. Because how they choose to keep it, or we don't know what people's, you know what I'm saying? Like to stand back and look at somebody that's one. Do we lose Faye again? <laughs> I don't know what's going on here. That is so. Honey, what happened to you again? I'm trying to get this one to go out. Hang on, I'm going to kick you there and then hopefully we come back on. So I'm going to get back to this. Okay, let's see if that's her there. I don't see her. There she is. Now she's back. It keeps trying to add your other source, Faye. Like oh, I, I see. Yeah, so I I kicked it out again. We'll see what happens. But okay, okay. So where were we with this money? So the thing is, where you're coming with this, and I'm not saying any of us are wrong or right. Just some food for thought, right, Roger? And exactly, if you feel if you won the lottery, you would basically be broke. But to stand back and look at how other people, what they would do, would you stop, you little monkey? Come here. My cat's decided she's making an appearance. Here, come here. Hi, cat. 
Say hello. Oh my gosh. Say hello, everybody. Now my dog is a whole zoo. Yes, I know you're jealous. You can tell. Um, no, but to stand back and see how what people do with their money or, you know what I'm saying? It would be the same thing. My like, thing is pay it forward, you know? But that's you. That's your journey. Maybe for yeah. some people, they were here to coming here to experience what it's like to have a lot of money. I mean, I know what it's like to be dirt, dirt poor. I've seen it. I had a friend of mine in Mexico mm -hmm. who he had his, he took his mom and dad left, right? And left him in charge with the kids and they never came back. And he had to fend for five kids other than himself. <laughs> right. And they had a dirt floor and lived in a one room shack. The only thing they had was like a little stove thing to keep them warm. Mm -hmm. I'll never forget that scene as long as I live. And I tried to give him $20 for food, you know, for the kids and all that. And he refused to take it. He said, what happens when the 20 runs out? He said, they're going to expect more. And I said, please just take it. Take it in case you need it for an emergency, something. And then finally he took it. I convinced him. And some people look at look at it as charity. Like I have seen other people, like I love watching those channels on YouTube where people's subscribers send in money and they go and bless people with the money and help people. And some of the most generous and generous and giving people that I have seen are the people that are homeless who or who don't have very little. And how he'll start, it's Jimmy, what's his last name? Dots or something. He'll go and say, Hi. Um, you know what? I just I just need 25 cents more. I need to buy my little girl a birthday present and I, I lost my job. I saw that where he tests people. Yep, that's cool. I think that's awesome. And people support him. And and I always feel so good after <laughs> I watch that. But like Julie said, I don't believe wanting money is evil. I want money so I can be a blessing to others. True. Yeah, that's me. Other, yeah but you. other people, maybe it was their journey to come here. You know, you hear darts. they're saying rags to riches, right? Maybe they were here to come and experience what it was like to be very poor and then what it was like to be very wealthy in the same lifetime and what they do with it. We learn, you would learn a lot from that, especially in your life review on how, because yeah. we're judging people when we look at how people spend their money is what I think, right? And don't yeah. get me wrong, we all do it, myself included, but I really try to remind myself, I don't know their story. My dad used to say to me when I was a little girl, he always used to say, Laura, walk a mile in their shoes when I was a little kid. Not that I was always judgmental, but if I was looking at something a certain way, and then I realized he's right. And we don't know people's stories or why they do what they do. So to me, if money is just an energy source, and that's all it is, like everything else on this planet is energy. Same thing. I get people that'll say to me, well, I do readings and I don't charge for them. Or you'll get people saying, well, I don't need to charge for a reading. Um, or why are you charging for a reading if it comes from God? And, you know, God doesn't mm -hmm. charge for you to have his wisdom or whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody wants to judge everybody. And then I think we come from a place of it being so divisive right now. And we have never had any more bullying than we have had. It's at an all-time high. Right. Mm -hmm. You know what? When somebody says that to me, I'll say, uh, "Can you give me two hundred fifty-one dollars?" And they go, "Why?" I'll say, "That's my truck payment." 
Yeah. You know what I say to them? I say, hey, you know, I'm really happy for you. But you know what? Like when with your just just food for thought. But basically, we should be able to go into any grocery store then and take all the food in there because it all comes from God. God. Right. Mm -hmm. Money is the energy source on this. <laughs> Very well put. I like that. It's true. So and you should money, be able to walk out with it too. Money is the energy source for this planet and how we pay for things. And like, even when we do things spiritually, right? Um, I know for myself, and I'm not telling other people how to live, but for me, I feel that if I'm going to do something for someone, or I shouldn't say, I, I want to turn that around. If someone's done something for me is what I wanted to start with. I feel like I would like to have to, to return the favor, if you will, to have an equal energy exchange. It yeah. just brings things back to balance for me. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be that way. That's, That's just what they used to do in the old days. Remember when people would bring fruit to, to the mm -hmm. church or something or something, and then you intermix everything and everybody would eat. And yeah. That's what it was all about. Or potluck. Everybody brings yeah. something, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hi, Ruthie. And I'm not saying that, that Kathy, I, 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 you guys have shared so many of your audience since I first met. You've got such great people in your audience for your shows. I know Kathy, this is how she found our show. So I appreciate that you you made that or you put that post up there, Kathy, because I think it really helps have a discussion. And none of these things that I'm saying are the be all to the end all or the right or necessarily wrong. For some people, it will be wrong. And that's okay, too. Right. But but who's your judge? Who's your He's judge? There. Well, That's true. The but only I judge you have. I think our judge, and you're going to argue probably with me. We lost Faye again. Goodness gracious! <laughs> I might have to come on with you. I think our judge. Here we go. Hang on, Faye. Hang on, Faye. I know you can hear me. I'm going to boot you from here. Ready? Go. And then I'm going to bring you on here, and hopefully that'll stop it. Um, I think our judge. If maybe, maybe. would you stop you little monkey? Now my cat's munching on the court. Sorry, guys. Um, we have a life review when we go back. Now, who judges us when we have a life review? God doesn't judge us. We do. We judge ourselves. Yes. And there's no judgment. We look at it and right. what did you learn? Yep. That's what it's about. I'm reading, you know what book I'm reading right now? What's that? The one that uh and who's gonna be on my show? Thanks to you, Laura Lee. Who's that? Is the one the after the afterlife book, and it's um, Mr. Chong, Stephen Mr. Chong. Oh, Stephen! Oh, so you got a hold of Stephen? I got a hold of Stephen, and I'm in the process of reading his book, which is about afterlife. And I don't know how I got there, but uh, I don't mean to distract the conversation. But it is a wonderful. Uh, it's a wonderful book, by the way. It is. I love Stephen's coming back on the Angel Rock. Um, oh, good. I, yeah, because everybody, I know when I have, I get a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of feedback or somebody's like a multi-author like he is, I usually end up having them at least back. I'll probably have them back more than one. And, he, and a lot of his, the book, the book does talk about the review and it is very mm -hmm. interesting as to. God doesn't judge us. No. Doesn't he doesn't judge us about it. And he, and in, in this wonderful book, he talks, it goes through the review of of uh, your, your your life and uh it is a fascinating book it is oh no we what is again. 
I'm going to just boot her from here and hopefully she can get back on. Z said hello. I don't know what's going on here. Hi, Ruth. Um, and she says, hi, Laura Lee, Faye, and Roger, and, and chat. And I know you had said hi earlier. There she is. Let's see if I can get her back on. There we go. Sorry about this, guys. We're not quite sure Honey, what's going on. Will you quit playing hide and seek? I wonder if am I getting a, am I getting a, the hint that I should go? You're not going anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Kathy, thank you. I wanted to give her. She said that was the name of the YouTube channel, Jimmy Darts, and there's a few others that do that as well. That's the one where he. But you know, he's got such a beautiful concept. I love you it. Know, testing people out to see exactly where their heart is at. You know. Hi, Sandra. I, I was going to say, did I miss you? Sorry, I'm just shouting Sandra out. Sorry. Um, <laughs> you're in the middle of the auto wash. <laughs> Roger, you're right about um, Jimmy. He does. And there's a few others. There's a Canadian that's doing this. But what he's doing, I think he's making a little bit of a political statement. I think well. I would do the same thing too, you know. No, he stands out this guy too. Okay, in Canada. His his channel after I was watching quite a few shorts by Jimmy Darts, it came up in my feed and he'll go to the mall and he will um tape money on a board and say free money, please take if you need. I don't know if we can hear Roger off of off of your feed there. Well, I saw the one where he took a car and he was trying to push the car and asking for people to help him push it to the gas station. Yeah. And he was pushing and pushing it. They said, hey, you know, can you just rent the gas station right there? Can yeah. you give me a hand? And everybody was said, no, I'm busy. They walk away. Mm -hmm. One guy did it. And he goes, mm -hmm. here. He goes, what's this? He goes, it's the keys to this car. Yeah. It was yours. No way. What? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. That was so cool. I love it. Well, this guy in Canada, I forget what his name is. So he stands at the mall or something and he'll say, please take money if you need it. And what starts happening, people will come and take. I don't know why we can hear that. Have, have you got a door in that room? Maybe a fade? What? Am no, I making noise? I'm hearing feedback, but just wait. Well, wait, I think it stopped. So maybe it'll stop. I was hearing some feedback. No, but this guy in Canada, what he does, like I said, to repeat, because I know you just came back on, Faye. It's okay. It's settled. Um, is he'll put a board, hold a board up, and he's been booted from the mall by security guards, too. Really? Just because of that? That's why he's wow. making a political statement. Like, why can't I help people out? Really? And he'll put $20 Canadian bills up there. And then what people start doing, some people will take. And others will give. And he, every single video, it usually seems like he has more money he's holding in his hands to share with people because people just keep giving and giving and giving. But this is what I'm saying. So I think if we could look at money and then we won't stick with, I didn't, I didn't we didn't know what we were going to talk about, right? We know spirit's just going to okay. get us what we need to go. But the thing is with money is I think if we can take a look at our belief systems and a lot of us, myself included in the beginning, would say, I don't have any deep rooted beliefs about money. And then when you start to unravel it, you start to look at it. And when you really start to examine it, that money's not this thing that we think it is up on this pedestal and it's just energy. I but we put it there. Mm -hmm. You know, real quick, if I, if you don't, if you allow me to, I go to Sandra Sharp 
Okay. Whether there's like a bunch of kids around you. It's I don't know if you taught if you're a teacher, if you taught something, but there's a bunch of kids around you. And they're all me, 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 me. Like they want something. Me, me, me. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Hang on one sec. I'm gonna. I'm over on Instagram here. Hi, Derek White Sky Cloud, and there's Tammy Rivera's James over there. Sorry if you're just listening or you're live on Instagram. They don't show the comments, so I'm trying to pop back and forth. Um, Sandra types pretty quick. Um, Michelle has to leave over in Australia. She said, "Sadly, I have to leave." And she said, um, "Have a great show. It was good to see all of you." So, I don't Hi. know. Sorry, good to see you. I don't know if you have some feedback with that or not, but uh, we'll see. I'm sure she'll let you know. She types pretty quick. So I'm sure she'll she'll give you some feedback. And if you're just joining us, I should remind you, it always goes by so quick. <laughs> um, we've, um, it's just after 7 so to re, um, Eastern. So to remind you all, if you're just tuning in, you're listening live to the Angel Rock. And I'm your host, Laura Lee Potvin. And I have my amazing guests, uh, Faye and Roger Garza Sr. And uh, yeah, we're doing a few questions from Spirit. We're talking about money. And you're also listening to UFO Paranormal Radio Network out of the beautiful city of New Orleans, Louisiana. You can also hear it on 105.3 and 107.7 FM and many other, pretty well, any platform that streams uh, podcasts and uh, talk radio were carried. Right, guys? You guys know that. Yep. Oh, Nicole, we'll see you later. Thanks for popping in. She said she's got to run out. So Sandra says, um, nope, unless creditors are the kids going me, 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 me. Roger, if that was. I'll argue with this. I'll argue with you all day long. I see kids around you. I don't know if you've ever, like I said, taught anything. If you did, uh, what are they called, pre-care or something. There's a bunch of kids around her going, me, me, me. They got their hand up like, you know, I want it, I want it. But they're going, me, me, me. And that's that. Maybe she's going to be in a situation where a bunch of kids are there and she's got candy or something. You know, you never know how it goes. Maybe it's coming. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, Kathy, you're so sweet. She said, I'm glad of this chat on money. Many thoughts going through my head about this. That's a different perspective, isn't it, Kathy? And the three things you're never supposed to talk about, right, is money, politics, and religion. But, and it can be very divisive. But if you step back and kind of dissect it a little bit and break it right down to everything's energy, sometimes you have a little different perspective. Julie says, maybe in a past life for Sandra, what you're seeing, Roger? I don't know. I really don't know. But That's I what I was thinking. I was thinking the same as Julie, but I... Then just jump in here and throw it in there, Faye. You're yeah, working Okay, well, mm-hmm. I thought I thought that was a past life. Like if she was giving, a, you know, either candy, cake, something, cookies, anything, but they're all me, 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 like that. Hmm. Mm. That's intriguing. Well, I don't know. So, like I said, we've had we've talked about some deep topics here. Like you said, and there's again, I don't have all the answers. I always say I'm never going to know everything until I go back home myself. But the thing is, right? Like you said, who who judges you when you when you leave this life? 
I don't know. Every, I, I, I could be wrong, but you know, I think that we have a life review and I think it was Nicole before she left. She had said, we judge ourselves where the, where we are our worst. worst. Critic. Yeah. That's right. And so Roger, did, did that happen to you when you had your near death experience? Did you see your life in front of you? Did you have a, a review or did, weren't you gone that long? I'll put that in your face here. Hang on. Mm -hmm. Honey, who are you talking to? To you. To you, dear. What do you want? You see, he doesn't ever listen to me. Anyway, I I'm not to know. my world. I don't think I'm supposed to do doing this. I was going to say, I said to you, when you had your near-death experience, did you go to far to find out, or did you see your, your own life in review? Did you get that far? Did that happen? Hey. Yes, I told you I did what I well, I'm talking. Proud. I'm I'm helping I'm helping you. Okay, I was speak 15 to... years old the first time, okay? The yes. very first time. I almost drowned and I saw my life go in front of me. Mm -hmm. It was like I was, was watching it... a movie. Okay, did you have a did you have a thought about it or was it just was it about what you did wrong or right, or was it just kind of a movie? It was just like a fast movie, you know, as I'm doing this and floating down. I see this movie in front of me as I'm floating out of my eyes. Mm -hmm. Next thing you know, it's boom, I got scooped up by somebody. And then the guy took me over to the dock. And I found out the only thing I know, his name was Mike, and he was from the Marines. That's all I know. Okay. I want to thank him dearly, you know. Archangel so Michael. Said, That's what I, I heard. That's what I heard, Archangel Michael. Maybe it was Archangel? It could be because I believe in Archangel Michael. I pray to him just today. Uh-huh. Me too. But mm -hmm. the, the thing is, after I got my composure, you know, he goes, okay, you ready? And I went, for what? And he goes, we got to go back. I said, I got to jump in the water again? He goes, yeah. He said, don't worry, I'll get you. I said, no, I don't want to go. <laughs> he pushed me in. And I just, <laughs> you know? Well, okay. Well, I that guess. That was scary. I, how about the second time you had the near-death experience when you that were That was older? when I had my heart attack and my stroke. So did you have a review then? I guess I'm being real. I'm sorry, Laura Lee, but I'm just kind of, I mean, we, we're talking about. Well, know, my heart attack. Why are you stroke. sorry? You guys, oh. you're on here. You're my guest. So All you right. Talk about I, I, I mean, I think it's, I think it's kind of important to know. I mean. When I had my heart attack and stroke, I remember I told you I went into the tunnel. Yeah, I was in the dark tunnel, and all of a sudden, I was hearing voices like behind me, and I was trying to like, hey, that's like so and so, you know. Next thing you know, I'm up in the ceiling looking down at me in the bed, and then the doctor comes in and grabs my chart and goes, "Who's this guy?" He goes, "This is the wrong guy. We don't need this guy. Get him out of here." And the nurse goes, "Boom!" like that on my bed and pushed me through two doors. And then the girl I was living with at the time was going, honey, honey, are you okay? And when I woke up and found out where I was at, I got mad. Because you came back? back over there. Yeah, because you were back, yeah. Yeah. So it sounds like you weren't gone long enough to have a review. No, not, I couldn't say that I could. Not you know, everybody does, though. Like, yeah. I'm studying this for 40, over 40 years now. Yeah. Well, I was over there, you know. Oh, I believe you. I know you were. And then the third time, I was oh. on the phone. I was living in Texas, and I was on the phone with my daughter here in Minnesota. 
And as I was talking to her, lightning hit outside a big bolt. Oh, I remember like you that. said things, yeah. And it went through my head. Oh my God. And she goes, Dad, what was that? I said, It was lightning. I said, It went through my head. I said, I'm going to hang up. Bye. <laughs> and then the last one was on the escalator when I fell backwards and I was tumbling with the escalator. I, I swear to you, God is my witness. I really thought I was going to die. Mm -hmm. was so scary. Well, painful. Okay. Well, thank you, honey. Thank well, you for the that. Thing with it, okay. So the thing with near-death experiences, and there's people that will generalize and say, oh, you go through a tunnel and blah, blah. I'm going to tell you, and I have, oh, between talking to patients that were there one minute and then keeled over and then you resuscitate them and you know of course they're going to end up in icu but i used to work on cardiac step downs so they would come back onto our floor also worked with palliative care on that floor and some people wanted to be resuscitated so you would and with working nights it was always busy but you know, you become a nurse because you love people. So I would, you know, once everything was done, if I got a chance to, you know, sit and visit with people, if they were awake at night and needed to talk. Mm -hmm. So I've had patients share their experiences. And I can tell you, I have probably looked at over probably a good 10,000 cases between professionally and personally. And it doesn't mean I know everything. So not everybody has the same experience. They're yeah. so unique and individual. Not everybody has a life review. Let me give you one true story, okay? okay. I was reading for this girl that I hadn't seen in years since she was a little baby. Mm -hmm. And I looked at her, I said, because I still didn't recognize her. And I said, mom's gone. And she goes, yes. I said, mom's telling me to tell you that when grandma, and I'll just change the name. I said, when grandma Molly dies, she's going to go shopping with mom. Oh, okay, so they left it at that. Two years later, Grandma Molly has a heart attack. They hit the paddles on her 18 times. And they were, you know, everybody's yelling at her, please get up, get up, wake up, wake up. So when she came back again and was coherent, they said, where were you? She goes, oh, I went shopping with so-and-so. Mm -hmm. And that was so weird when she told me that. Well, what? It really happened? Well, it, that's what I was going to say, though. There's no, the only place there's time is here. It's a man-made concept. So you yep. could only be gone five minutes and live right. years over on the other side. And mm -hmm. the other thing is, too, the like I said, with having a, a, a near-death experience as a toddler, I don't remember it that clearly, but I know when people start to talk about their experience, I, it's like I can feel it again, I can see it, and I get little flashbacks in between about what happened. But the thing is, as I understand with a life review, you're, you get to experience what other people experienced with you in this lifetime, like how they felt or what you did. Like, I know there's been many people I've looked at that have talked about really done a lot of charity work and done these really big monumental things. And then they'll have a life review because they've had a near death experience. And I guess they were meant to have it at that time. No, stop. Now my cat's singing. I'm sorry. She's singing to some <laughs> the people while we're doing this. So anyways, um, and, and they thought, you know, for sure, like that would be a big thing. It would come up. And they, so many people have reported 
that the little things that they did in life that they really thought were so inconsequential were actually the really huge things because it had such a profound effect yep. on like a stranger, mm -hmm. like carrying the groceries to an, an older person's car and you get to experience what they felt and what they went through. That's what the learning experience is about. So I don't think anybody judges us. What's that? Oh, just like our T-shirts where it says, "Love everyone you can on this earth because love is life and life is love." Absolutely, I love it. It's beautiful, beautiful. I always give you guys um, time at the end of the show, and you can tell people where to get them. I have them in the write-up where how to get a hold of you guys and the whole bit. Those oh, are cool. beautiful. Anyway. Would you tell us what size you wear? Right now, we don't have any three X's. What? Wear a three X. <laughs> Roger, you're so bad. I like men's XLs. Um, so I like what Julie wrote here. She said, um, from what I understand, is sometimes we go through healing before the life review. Absolutely. I have heard that too. Mm -hmm. All yeah. I knew was this I was out, I was gone. But everybody's experience is so different. I have even heard of people having what they would describe as a hell experience. Right. Very often, but. So I was able to go watch the movie Afterlife as well. There was a movie out uh, put out in late uh, fall. Mm -hmm. I think it was called After Death. And it talked and uh, it was a, like a documentary movie. Mm -hmm. And maybe, okay. you heard, maybe you already heard about this. I don't know. But it was. Uh, okay. A cardiolog a cardiologist, I believe, uh, right. who was not did not believe in the eighties that people had near death experiences, mm -hmm. but a nurse, a very smart nurse, said, "Are you hearing people say they have near you know they come back from death and they mm -hmm. had these experiences?" And the doctor said, "No," and so but then the doctor decided to. Uh, because he got so much pressure from her and he just said, well, let me think about this. And he started to, <clears throat> he started to interview his different patients who had died and mm -hmm. he was able to resuscitate or whatever, come back. And like you say, a lot of their near death experiences were different. Mm -hmm. Some of them were hellish and they were, and they did have to, they talked to uh, whatever. And also what was in uh, kind of, uh, interesting to me, very interesting to me, was when they had different belief systems as well. They saw things as as to how their belief system was. If they were maybe a Catholic, they may see saints, they may see, or if they believed in darkness before they see lightness, that's kind of what they saw. Absolutely. You know, like maybe a purgatory or something like that. I don't know. Um Re regarding what you're saying right now about the darkness, this is a true story. I did a reading for a lady one time. I just, I'm going to be here. I've just got to let her out so she stops singing. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> I, I did a reading for a lady one time, okay. and I told her, I said, I'm picking up this younger guy. His, he tells me his name is so and so. I said he's in like a cell, a a, a jail cell, but there's yep. no windows and no doors, and it's all black and steel. Yep. And he's pounding on it, going. Let me out, let me yeah. out. Mm -hmm. I don't need to be here and all that. And mm -hmm. I'm describing to the lady, and she goes, yes, I know who you're talking about. And I said, well, he wants out. Like She goes, no, he doesn't deserve to be out. She said, he he killed three people. Well, so that's why he was in that box. Okay. But, I mean, uh, go ahead. 
it was it yeah uh, um, for me i have i i do a lot of whatever roger has done in the past six years on his shows i have watched with great interest because at first i wasn't quite sure uh, what he was saying was true tell you the truth i was i was helping him produce the shows i was hoping Dude, that it was all true nuts. i was a little bit skeptic but then all of a sudden all of these questions started to form in my head like was that really the case was that and as i kept on listening to him and hearing the responses from the people i thought well okay Faye, you're you're learning something new and then this the whole after death after life uh experience um that's why it's so intriguing that's why it's so intriguing to me because there's just so many different ways that people um experience it um and i told Faye, if i go see the movie i know i'll stand up and say something <laughs> you will because you do that now and uh, you also had a, another experience in one of your readings where you saw the like the gates of heaven, actually. Um, yeah. But you, you don't have to go into that. But even some of these after death experiences, uh, they kind of talk about that too. So I mean, it was a it was a great movie. I have to say, it was good. I'm trying me. to think if I started to watch it. I think I might have. But what I was going to say though, okay, so we're going to get really deep here today. Okay. So you're talking about this gentleman that's in his own prison with no walls and no light and no doors or anything. Mm -hmm. Right. And you said something very profound. That he Just killed. like that. It's he's in the place okay. like that. All okay. Black. He killed three people, but yeah. let's, okay. So I'm just going to put some food for thought out here. Okay. And I've had many deep discussions about this, not so much on air, because we look at it from a perspective of justice and that is absolutely horrific and it is horrific what, what was done. But if we look at it from a soul perspective and if we really are all a part of each other, and if you think about this, sometimes a person that can be your worst enemy on earth here yep. and be the most awful to you can actually be one of your, your soul family that's made the agreement to be right. that awful person to do those things. And it's what we choose to do with it and what we learn from it. So that guy, even though we've, I truly believe if we've lived many lives, which I believe many of us in this field have, we've been that killer ourselves. We've been kings, we've been queens, we've been poor, we've, we've been it all, right? Mm -hmm. I think we have. Mm -hmm. So he could have created this prison for himself by beating himself up, whether it's religious dogma that he believed what awaited him or right. what his thought process was right. when he passed. Mm -hmm. to me it was he like won't a stay there forever. Cell. He won't stay there forever because I think right. that Because to me it was like a holding cell until he was going to be looked at or judged or whatever. I don't no, think he would have been judged. I think he no, was judged. Well, it was, was kind of like, like they say, you go to purgatory and you go through all the fire first before you're cleansed. And I'm going, what? That, you know, but to me, it was like it a holy It forever to ever realize. And again, I don't have all the answers, but it makes sense to me now that there is no hell. Are there lower dimensions mm -hmm. where all that negative energy, negative thoughts, negative actions, negative whatever has to go? Yes. But there is no judgment when we go back. There's only love, right? Yeah. I feel I feel the same. The more I read, the more I realize that that is true. And you know what's funny is, I said something in uh, 
speech class back in 11th grade, which I thought was so profound. And I don't even know if I knew what I was talking about. I said, uh, therefore, there is no hell. You know, it, I don't even know what I was talking it about. It took but... me forever, Faye, because I was forced to go to Catholic church, Catholic school, the whole bit, right? It had been pounded into me. Go ahead. Sorry, I had to throw that in there. No, that's okay. I mean, I mean, I don't even know if I, I think I said it to be uh, rebellious or something. But then I kind of thought about it and I said, you know, it just doesn't make sense. If God loves us so much and that was that's my belief system. Uh, then why would he put anybody to hell? Because there, he loves us all equally, which was another thing that I had to deal with. But that's my belief system. I don't expect. I agree with to you because I, okay, I had a really profound experience a couple of years ago, and um, I had found um, I don't know if it was Next Level Soul podcast or another one, and it was somebody channeling because I'm fascinated. I think one day I probably am going to be doing channeling. I can do automatic writing, but I'm really fascinated with it. And everybody asks this question, right? We hear it all the time. What is the meaning of life? Why are we here? Mm -hmm. And if, you know, and it kind of resonated with me. And again, it may not with anybody else and that's okay. But I believe there are souls lined up to come here. Because we come here, most of us, with spiritual amnesia, meaning we don't remember our past lives. Uh, we come in this dense, heavy, fragile body, right? right? And But there is the biggest potential to learn here because of this experience, right? They call it right. Earth School. And what made me realize, if you really think about it, what this channel had said that the reason why souls want to come here, never mind for the learning potential and growth potential for our souls, is also because there is nothing but love on the other side. So we come here to experience, and we're also all one, right? So yeah. we come here to experience the separateness. We come here to experience the depth and breadth of different emotions. Never mind that we truly know what love just is, because if all you know is love, do you really know it? Because you don't know anything, right? Right. right. Mm -hmm. I don't know. That goes to what I told everybody on the show. I said, before I died, I said, I was a complete a-hole. I mean, completely. Nobody else. I didn't care about anybody but me. Mm -hmm. When I came back, I said, I made sure that I told everybody, please forgive me for, for how I was. Mm -hmm. I also said, when I came back, I had so much love to give. And then Faith says, why are you such a loving man? I said, because I was over there and I came back. See, that's what I'm saying, right? So now you yes. know and you get to see the big picture and yep. feel and see. Like you said, you were mad when you came back because it was like, I don't want to come back here. I want to go back home. I want to yep. be where, yeah. I can say truly I was blessed, not only because of Faye, but I was blessed for being over there and coming back. Do you know what I was just thinking when you were talking is maybe the reason why you two got together when you did, never mind that I believe everything happens when it's meant to, is imagine if Faye had been with you when you before you had your near-death experience, Roger. Right? I, I don't know if I would have been able to make, to deal with it. Mm -hmm. I'm mm -hmm. pretty sure I would have said go. Yeah, and go quickly. Because yeah. if you would have seen the expression on her face when I said to her, I said, oh, by the way, I'm a psychic medium. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, sure. <laughs> oh, sure you are, I said. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. 
I was just thinking that though, right? Like, because yeah. you, I, 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 I mean, maybe you should share with our viewers. Most of them know, but some of them may not. When did you, you tell your story about when Roger, I thought you guys were going out in high school, but that's not quite what happened. No, Roger. we had classes together. <laughs> we in had high classes school. together. I wasn't paying attention to him at all. No, no, she buried he she had her books like this, had her was, head down and walked right past me. I was yeah, but you were in love with her since yes, high school. Right? I would go like this. Mm -hmm. Just one day. That's all I need is one day. <laughs> and I was just so busy worried about getting so I was new to the school and new right. to a, a, a city school. I was mm -hmm. from a farm community. Right. So then I was thrown juxtaposed into, you know, yeah, the big city mm -hmm. and all this diversity which was kind of, you know, intimidating. Mm -hmm. And all I could do was just get from one class to the other. And apparently he saw me and mm -hmm. I was just too busy worrying about, you know, getting to class. And, and here's the way it came about 55 <laughs> years later. Okay. So yeah. that's what I'm saying. So now you guys get together. She came to one of my gigs, and then afterwards, we we two year two days later, because she walked out of me when I was that I'm dedicating songs, singing to her, and everything. <laughs> and she, and you probably sing, I put my guitar down and turn around, and she's gone. A song about Faye, and how does he know this? <laughs> and, and then she was gone, and I went, "What did I say? What did I do wrong?" Well, see, uh, I didn't, I didn't quite believe him. I mean, I thought, well, he's just being just really charming and and i was uh, just dead serious about well, it and and i had been through a couple of really bad marriages and so i i didn't wanna i didn't want to be put in Marley, check this out okay when, when we got together i finally go up to i said wouldn't it be cool to be mrs garza and she goes yeah why not and i went huh <laughs> like it caught me up he bought, he bought in his words. Saying. so when you were talking here it just occurred to me yeah, you guys got together when you did, because you probably wouldn't have been together had no, you been with him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We Just had to go right through timing. I, but here's I had the thing, to, though. Go through, when I, I was in Texas, I would pray. I would pray. I would say, "Lord, please give me somebody who's worthy of my love, and I will be worthy of theirs." Aww. And I would always say, "And please, Lord," I said, "If you don't mind." Can you make sure they have their own money so I don't have to pay for anything? <laughs> That's the gospel truth. You know what? One of my favorite movies is, it's from the 80s. I'm looking at it. When it was made in 1987, and it's called Made in Heaven. Have you ever seen it? It's with Timothy. Uh, is that Hutton? I think Hutton. I'm looking at it right now. Uh, yeah, Timothy Hutton and Kelly McGillis. It has, do you remember from Officer and a Gentleman, Deborah Winger? Yeah. Um, and what it's about. And uh, this this was so profound for me, this movie back in the 80s. I didn't know why I've always loved this movie. And Timothy Hutton, who was a bigger movie star back then in the 80s, he, it's in black and white, the movie starts out. And he's just home. I think it's from... I want to say the Second World War. It might have been Vietnam, but I think it was the Second World War. And he's leaving town. He, he loves his mom and dad. He's been a great son and he's got his dog. And they're heading out, I think, to the big city to get a job or something. He's still in his military uniform. And he's 
I don't know, eight hours away from home and he's crossing a bridge and there's a car accident with one of those old time cars and the car is sinking and there's children in the car and he jumps in to go and save the children and he dies. But then you see him in heaven and long story short, he has a love affair with a new soul, Kelly McGillis. And she all of a sudden is deciding she's now going to come to earth and have an experience. So he goes to God and I'm not giving a lot away. And he says, I, I can't live without her. I, I have to be with her. And I think God says something to the effect of, well, it's not your time to go back. He says, I need to be with her. So I think he has till the age of 28 to find her. And if he doesn't, they'll never find each other again. Mm. Anyways, it is such an, it, it's a really, like, I mean, it's 80s. It's an 80s movie. So you know, sure. It was a really good movie. So if you get a chance, watch it. It's awesome. Oh, it's called again? It's called, I'll send it to you. It's called Made in Heaven. I'll send it to you. Right I now. think I remember the, uh, you know, the uh, previews for that. But I mean, while Roger was praying for his uh, soulmate, I was also praying for my soulmate and, and I was, I was all about manifesting at the time, you know, you? I, I still am. I still am. Um, and I so, but I, me to leave. I thought, I thought, I know I did it with, you know, kind of on a whim. I wasn't mm -hmm. sure I was all that serious. I wanted to believe in it, but I wasn't sure. But mm -hmm. I did. I, I prayed and I was very specific about who I wanted. I didn't want anybody like I had before. And it took a while for it to happen. But then when it did, uh, it, it, was, it hit me like a ton of bricks when I saw him for the first time. And, you know, uh, how many, 50 years later, was it? I'm not even 55, sure. 55, buddy. 55 years later, I see him and I'm, I'm, I'm 16 again. And oh, wow. And it was like, it was so powerful. That's why I ran because um, I had a hard time thinking that something so wonderful could happen to me. Isn't that sad? And then I, you well, know, I but, but that was, that was uh, me then and mm -hmm. not, not me now. I mean, I, I believe it was supposed to happen. And when I found out he was praying and I was praying at the same time, just imagine what you can do. Just look what we can do. Look well, that's what, what I was going to say to you. You said some pretty profound things there. First of all, you said that you both were asking for each other, basically. But I love what you said, Faye, that you were very specific. Because a lot of people don't realize that, right? The more specific, and again, I don't know everything, but it just seems to make sense that the more specific we can be with, you want to call it spirit, you want to call it the universe, whatever you want, the more specific spirit or universe will be with you. Otherwise, they're just going to keep bringing you someone. Like, I want someone with this or with that yeah. or is this the right one right but right. you know what else i always say to people too because people lots of people will say i don't know what i want then i always say then start with what you don't want right like, because that's going right. to narrow down right categories okay i'm going to show a picture of this um movie for people that don't know because like i say okay. be prepared it's an 80s movie okay and it's an oh wrong file there. Sorry, guys, hit the wrong. I got thing. it. You sent it to me. I got it. 
I know I sent it to you, both of you guys. Well, I would love and to. And now Faye's it. praying, and she goes, "God, do you take tra uh, trade-ins? <laughs> take trade-ins? Oh my goodness, a Roger! <laughs> I sold cars for twenty-seven years. What do you want? Okay, it'll just be up there quick, and I'll blow it up. Hang on, hopefully okay, it'll. Okay, I think I remember okay, seeing cool. the previous. You episode. couldn't miss this movie. It was right. it was a pretty good size, pretty you know did pretty well in the eighties. So for people listening, I'm just showing a picture of the cover off of it. Probably would have been a VHS at that time, VHS tape for this movie. It was a really good movie, and it's called Made in Heaven. Look how like, young he looks. Oh my gosh. I know, and Kelly McGillis, too, because she certainly has um, matured, I'll say. <laughs> doesn't look like that anymore. No. <laughs> no, but that's just it. Yeah, it doesn't look like that no. anymore. Here, I'll close that on you guys. But no, that's what I'm saying. So um, I think that that's important, right? And yeah. to re I've been trying to tell myself, because I really, the things I talk about, I really do try to remember that. If I'm going to be talking about it, I got to be doing it myself, right? Otherwise, yeah. I feel like it just makes me a phony. I agree. I I tell myself now when something doesn't happen that I want to happen, or if even if I'm late, or if whatever, everything happens for a reason. And then I also try to tell myself I'm exactly where I'm I'm supposed to be right now, especially when there's crappy stuff going on. Yeah. Because, right, we all go through crappy stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we do. I mean, it, it, and I think it's also, I had to learn patience because when I put that prayer out there, I think it was like right around 20, 2012 mm -hmm. and, and Roger didn't show up until 20, 2017. Well, it's because I had to still get myself prepared. I think, I think I had to go through some do you uh, well that's what i was going to ask you yeah because roger where did you were you waiting a while too? be and before you answer all i was going to say is was it maybe because either one of you believed it was going to take some time to find that person or like you said faye and and i really appreciate that you shared that too that you were you were concerned you really didn't want to get involved with someone else after being through some some bad marriages right there's some fear involved with that as right. well Right. There's some, you know, anxiety a little bit. I just didn't want to say, okay, well, this is another disappointment. Um, but being, I don't know if when Roger started doing his. I was marriage, just going to ask you, Roger. So did, did you find it took a long time too, or. I, I was, I, there were times when I have like 10 year spells of being single because, you know, I, it made me mad because women could not understand me. And I couldn't understand me either because I didn't know I had the gift then, you know? Right. And it was just, I was a difficult person to deal with because I was too antsy all the time, you know? Mm -hmm. And what it was is the spirit was talking to me and telling me, come on, we got to do this, we got to do that. Mm -hmm. Did you pray in 2012 or was it later or when did you start I prayed, praying? I prayed every time. You know, okay. all the time. When I was in, um, when I was doing my radio show, I told myself on my radio show, and I kept saying this, God, I need to have my own, uh, I need an office, Lord. Please let me get an office so I can work out of the office. And it and took I'll a long time. And so, you I know. Pay, bang. Well, so I think it's, you know, I don't, it doesn't really, I guess, matter, but I think 
the reason it happens is you're finally ready. I, and for me, maybe, uh, and, uh, or anything, anything that is manifested, I think comes at a perfect time. And, uh, we always and forever God's uh, will, God's time. It was on my door. We, we learn something from our own experiences. This yeah. is the journey. This is the, the experience. Uh, I, I feel like, uh, I have had like three different lives in my one life. Um, it was, uh, you know, I, there was me young, there was me young married, there was me a middle-aged married. And then now later on, um, and all the joys that we have, we share our, you know, joys together. It's really, and everybody would say, are you nuts? I was 67 years old. Are you serious? Crazy? What are you nuts? You guys look so young. You guys do. You look young. You look like you're in your. Well, that's that's the that's that's what we're grateful for that we've been on this earth this long and that uh, we're able to uh, to have a a, you know a good time. You know what I heard when you said you lived three lifetimes? I kept hearing that was just phase one. That was phase two. That was (laughs) now you're in phase three. (laughs) I know. I'm in phase three. Yeah, you're phase three. I think I, I saw Case in here. He's over in Sri Lanka. I don't know where his oh, comment cool. went. So I hope you didn't you didn't get um you're able to stay connected, Case. Oh no, I see him. He's higher up, Casein. Hey, he's there. Yeah. So hi, Casein. If I didn't get a chance, I did say hi, but I didn't know if you were able to hear because we were got lots to talk about. So it's good. Actually, I'm really glad that we talked about the things that we have tonight because for people to hear this, because I don't know about both of you but you guys have three shows a week and I'm noticing there's a lot of people out there really having a, a difficult time trying to understand like what's going on. Why am I going through this? Why am I not, you know, I'm, I feel like I'm doing everything right yet. Things aren't coming to me the way I want them to come to me. And the one good thing I will add is I do know on the other side, as I call it, going back home manifestation is instant, but in a way, there's the old saying, right? Be careful what you ask for. You might just get it. Mm-hmm. But manifestation is slower on this side. And a good thing it is. What do you both think about that? I think so. I, I mean, I think so. I think you appreciate it when it happens. Mm-hmm. I think uh, you really say, oh, is this is this is really cool. I mean, I didn't know this was going to be possible for me. Holy cow. Well, I like didn't, for me... You know, you know, in high school, I had the, I shouldn't say the hots, but you know, I was hot on the trail for in high school, and she would mm-hmm. go by me and ignore me, and I would just say, "Damn it, just one time." That's all I you need. Only, one time. You were only five six, and you weighed about a hundred and yeah, I weighed one hundred twenty five pounds, and I was five six, a little twerpy. <laughs> what are you gonna do? You know. So then, when I stood stood in front of her this last time, when we saw each other again, I stood in front of her. I was like. Hi, like that, you know, she's like, holy shit. I, yeah, it's interesting. And then you run into people from high school or you, you know, connect with them again online. And I ran into somebody, I don't think I've even told this show, um, this story on the show. It was just before Christmas and I talked to them all the time. And I was always friends with everybody in my high school because my parents forced me to go to Catholic high school. And I finally talked them into letting me go in grade 10 or 10th grade. So everybody else is, I guess you guys, what would you call that? Ju- not junior year, what's your 
tenth grade in um that's sophomore year. Okay. Uh, sophomore, sophomore. okay. Is it sophomore? So, oh, yeah, freshman, sophomore season. Okay. Yeah. So your freshman year in high school, or yeah. we call it ninth grade, everybody's right. made all their friend groups and everything else. So somebody coming in tenth grade, it's kind of like either you sink or swim, right? right? So I was friends with everybody, but not really a clicky group. Right. And this guy that I ran into just before Christmas. He was on, he went to the Olympics. He was on, like, we had some really big ski jumpers uh, in our area that year, like the Winter Olympics. And he was on football. Like, everybody knew this guy, like, probably U.S. and Canada, right? And then we reconnected over uh, Facebook about 10 years ago. So I still chat to him from time to time. I haven't seen him in years. Like, he lived out on the East Coast um, in Canada. And I'm walking along and when I go shopping because I when we started the show you know you affect people's energy and they kind of get drawn and they'll tell you their whole life story and I'm not saying that in a bad way but sometimes you just don't have the time right so you should just put my blinders on and go get what I need to get and I'm going along in my own little world thinking about Christmas shopping what am I going to pick up and all of a sudden I feel these eyes and I look up Who's that guy? And I keep going, keep going, keep going. And I hear Laura Lee. And I'm thinking, that person has to know me because I have such a strange name. You don't hear that name all the time. And then they go, Laura Lee. And I turn around. It's him. Him and his sister were out shopping. Guess what his first name is, Roger? Uh, Roger. Roger. <laughs> I, picked I was so shocked. He hadn't told me he was coming back to the city here. Because like I said, he lives over in two provinces, or the, no more than that, probably three or four provinces away from me. And um, yeah, so what a shock. And none of us look like what we look like in high school pretty well. So, no. Dear, I am picking up something for Kaysen Lee. Oh, good. I'm glad. Give him, you, yeah, he could probably, I'm sure, will appreciate a message from you. Sir, I don't know you, but I'm picking this up. I don't know where this place is. He's in Sri Lanka. No, what I'm saying, where he goes. Oh, okay. You it's it's. I don't know if it's a restaurant or what it is, but you walk in through the hallway. It it is um, the color of the place. Uh, the color of the place is this color, a tan type, Manila type. Oh, okay. It almost look white. Okay, it's tan color. Okay. okay. And you walk in this hallway, and it's got like a fence here. And then you walk down two steps, and then the corner on the left-hand side, it's either a Buddha made of gold, or it's it's the Egyptian one where they're like this, and it's made of gold. And I think you put coins in the fountain, and if that be the case where he's gone there, that the statue is asking him to come back. Interesting. Do you know why, Roger? Or are you just picking it up that it wants him to come back? Why it wants him to, it's, it's like he's supposed to be a part of that. Like he's got a connection with this this statue, whatever it is, whether it be Buddha or the, the uh, I want to say like an Egyptian monk, something. Do you mean spiritually? Like Do you mean spiritually? Yeah, there's a connection with him there. 
how about healing Roger? Cause that's what I was hearing that there's going to be some, some it, could, it could be that if he goes back, it's like, he's supposed to be in front of it and pray. And like all the energy will come around him. Yeah. Well, I have to see what he says. So I don't know if he goes to a place like that or not. Or knows of a place. Or I, he has to have gone in because I see him walking down this hallway and there's like I said, mm -hmm. a fence, a wrought iron fence, it's like that, and it's painted either white and gold, something like that. Because he but just hmm. down two stairs and it's right there in the corner on the left side. Hmm. He says so. I oh. pick it up, I know I pick it up. Yeah. Like you say, you know, this is the funny thing when we were talking tonight, too. He said, right, there's no time on the other side. So sometimes we get stuff from the future, too, when it comes. Yep. Sometimes like it could be a past life. Like we don't always the get lights, the lights to the place. They come down like this and it's a great big ball. The lights of the whole place. There's all big balls all over that are lit. Hmm. You know, says, you know, you would have like regular fluorescent lighting and all that. No. Yeah, because he says, is this physically? So. Yeah, it's like a big, big ball that hangs out of like a pole or something. And there's a bunch of them like that. So they're off the ceiling as light fixtures then? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, he might have to think about it. Maybe you know. Sometimes people do. I, I, he's met. Kason messaged me before, so if he figures it out, he'll have to let me know, and I'll let you guys. Yeah, let us know. I'd like to know about it too. Yeah, I would definitely let you know for sure. You guys, we are out of time already. This just goes for way too fast. <laughs> it does. It's awesome. Oh, no. So please tell him all about your shows. How to get a hold of you. Where to get the T-shirts that you showed. The whole bit. You go. You go, honey. You got it, buddy. The t-shirts right here. No. <laughs> These are, this one, okay, this is the one that's called our show that I, is on Saturday. It is called This Mugs for You, and my honey was the one that gave it the name, and it's meaning a coffee mug, okay? What it says on the coffee mug is written on our t-shirts. Love everyone you can on this earth. Because love is life and life is love. That's yeah. our Saturday show. Our our Wednesday show is called Latino Psychic Visions. And these are the old shirts that we have for that. Oh, okay. oh. beautiful. And then we just updated. This was the first shirt that we ever made. <clears throat> They're like this. Oh, those are beautiful. And Aren't they cool? On the bottom, it's got this. It's uh, I, it's our phone number. Oh, okay. It's like so our, our phone number. But what our shows are on Wednesday night is Latino Psychic Vision show is on Wednesday afternoon, 4 p.m. Central, 5 p.m. Eastern. Yeah. And then our Saturday show, This Mugs for You, is at 10.30 Central, 11.30 Eastern. And then I have my own show. It's uh, yes. uh, Faze Angels, and I'm really excited about it because I get to have wonderful guests on the show like Laura Lee and oh, other psychic mediums, Julie uh, Bassett. Bassett. Uh, mm -hmm. There's going to be some more people coming. Even uh, Chong, you're going to be having on. Have, yep. I mean, they all are all, all saying yes to me, which is just 
phenomenal to me. Most people say yes. And I have to remind myself of that sometimes too, because I, um, I'm looking at reaching out to some people that I watch regularly because right. All they can say is no, or yeah. maybe might take right. a year to get them on, but I got to do it myself. So exactly. well, realistically speaking, it's a way to promote them on their shows, you know? So why wouldn't they say yes? Well, sure. it's also really fun to talk about the things that are very intriguing to me uh, because I have my show because it's at first I didn't really want to do it. Uh, I didn't want to put myself out there. But then I started to think about all the things that were so intriguing to me or I had questions on that I thought maybe the viewers also had questions on that we should talk about a little bit in depth. And I and, and, and so it's a journey for me. It's my own, it's my own journey. I that knew I you could do it. You guys, I'm so, I'm not trying to cut you off here, but we only got about a minute left. So oh, where really? can they get a hold of you? How can they get a hold of you guys? Okay. Our phone number is 715-688-4091. Um, we can check out, you can, you know, messenger Roger Garza Sr. there. And uh, messenger him on Facebook. Go he on our to... website, Latino Psychic Visions. Okay, we're on there. Latino.com. Um, mm -hmm. In fact, if you get a chance to watch what what's today's Monday, watch Saturday's show last, you know, rewatch it and Wednesday's show. I blew everybody away on Wednesday's show. <laughs> yes, you guys can find that under Roger Garza Sr. on YouTube or like on Facebook. You have on Latino. Latino Psychic Visions, yeah. And then Face Angels, is that on your YouTube or do you uh, want to Yes, it's on Latino Psychic Visions Facebook page because th that's who's producing it. And then I have my own channel, Phase Angels. So it's YouTube, oh, Phase Angels. So Awesome. We're going to say something else, Faye? Nope. Oh, okay. You guys, okay, we got two seconds here. So I'm just going to let you know if you're enjoying what you're seeing, please stay tuned for friends of ours and the regular weekly show here, which is the Horsefly Chronicles with Philip and Julia Syracuse. If you ever want to get a hold of me to book a reading, I do energy healing. I also do mentoring and teaching. Get a hold of me on facebook.com forward slash Angel Rock. I have three groups on Facebook now. I have the Angel Rocker Tribe for all things spiritual, Paranormal University for all things paranormal. And then I started the group for our show with David Hansel, the thing at the foot of the bed. Some people are starting to sh uh, share a few things. Maybe they find strange, spooky show ideas, topics, whatever. We'd love to have you over there. And stay tuned because I will be here back with David again, 7 o'clock Eastern Standard Time on Thursday with the thing at the foot of the bed. And next Monday, I forgot to check to see who my guest is. You know, they're going to be awesome. We always get the awesomest guests here with the awesomest audience. We love you all. Thank you, Faye and Roger, for being here. We will have them back on again. And just so you know, I'm going to read really quickly. And then we get a pop-off. Kaysen's feedback. Did you, see, yeah, did you see what he put out there? I'm going to just read it really quick because we've got to get off of here. <laughs> so Roger, uh, Kaysen says, Roger uh, picked up on the Buddha. Well, I was raised a Buddhist. Might be the temple of the tooth of the Buddha. So awesome job, Roger. Thank you for the feedback, Kason. Thank you, Kason. And we will see you on Thursday and next Monday. Yes. Thank Everybody. you, Lorley. Much love. Thank you. Love you, Lorley. Thank you for being a, a thank, thank, thank you. Thank you for, you for being here.